everyone. Welcome back to Crossroads Minute. It's a podcast where we analyze the 2002 Britney Spears vehicle Crossroads one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. This is Minute 6. Yes. It starts with the teacher, I'm assuming. Ms. Jensen. Ms. Jensen, thank you, saying, Lucy. It starts so abruptly with her saying that that Mm -hmm. I was like, weren't we just taking pictures with Kit and her mom? Yeah. But I think Lucy and her dad are like right next, like the camera pans like three inches. Yeah. And they're right there. Because I literally like, I sat down as I hit play on minute six and Uh she was already talking. I'm like, did I miss something? Who who is this lady? Fortunately, Henry says, see you later, Mrs. J. Yeah. Or Ms. J. And then I looked and saw a character named Ms. Jensen. Sure. May I tell you about the actress that played Miss Jensen? In one moment. Okay. This minute goes through Lucy sitting on her bed saying, Pop, I worked really hard. I hate that she calls him Pop. I know. That I do too. It's, it seems so contrived. Yeah. I, I don't know why. I, I know that people have words, but like anytime I hear a G-Pop or a Meemaw and yeah. stuff, it feels contrived and I know it's not. And I know it's just because I don't have it in my life, and and I yeah. know that that's that that's wrong. But like in this particular instance, it feels forced Southern. Yeah. Especially because when she talks to him, I feel like her Southern accent comes out yeah. more than ever. It feels like merman. I mean, it, it reminds me of Zoolander. Merman pop merman. Yeah. And it's just because that's the only other place I can think of where the word pop is used to describe. I mean, like hop on pop. Sure. Okay, I found another place. <laughs> Good job, James. Tell yeah. me about. Miss Jensen. Her name is Bonnie Turpin. Bonnie okay. spelled B-A-H-N-I, which is kind of cool. A-H-N-I. Okay. And I didn't pronounce it out loud until just now and hear that it sounds like Bonnie. Yeah. Her top three, she was follower at temple number seven. Okay. Oh, maybe that was temple number seven, not follower at temple. She wasn't maybe necessarily the seventh follower, but maybe she was oh. the follower at temple number seven uh, in Malcolm X. Okay. This... And then she played Shannon on one episode of Without a Trace. Okay. We continue our journey into figuring out what the hell IMDb does to find these top three best known fours. It has to be the the prestige of the thing. Mm-hmm. Because she's been in lots of other things. She was on Star Trek Voyager, Chicago Hope, Cold Case, Lois and Clark, Judging Amy, Dharma and Greg. Some of those in multiple episodes. She was in multiple episodes of Star Trek Voyager. But no. Follower in Temple Number 7. Right. Or... Or, yeah, some lady in one episode of Without a Trace. Without a Trace must be higher up on the totem pole than than Star Trek Voyager, which doesn't yeah. make a lot of sense to me because it's Star Trek and I feel like their fans are very, fairly vocal. But anyways. I've probably seen her in Star Trek Voyager. You possibly have. Because I've watched a lot of Voyager. She was an ensign. Okay. Swit? I don't know if that's if that's their name. I don't. In my head, <laughs> the name looks sort of like the name Swit. Maybe Swin. Sure. Actually, I think it's Swin. Anyways. Okay. Uh, she was also on five episodes of the MTV show Undressed, which I said, which probably should be in her top three, but okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Undressed is sort of like, it's like a sketch, all right, picture a sketch comedy show, mm-hmm. but it's not funny. Okay. And it's about sex. And like, it doesn't have recurring characters. It's sort of like vignettes. Okay. Where it's like three vignettes, I think unrelated. Okay. But sort of about sex and sexuality. Okay. It ran for 225 episodes over three seasons, which feels like a lot. Yeah, that's... (laughs) 
I think those are like, long seasons, it's like seventy episode seasons. I don't know how they were split up, or maybe it was just maybe I saw a num- two different sets of numbers or something. But maybe, anyways. Um, and that was so that is Bonnie Turpin, okay, who plays Ms. Jensen, okay, and she is telling Lucy that she did a great job on her valedictorian speech. Yeah. And she hopes that Lucy will continue to take music classes. So I don't know if Miss Jensen is, I'm assuming she's the music teacher. I would guess so. I could see a case for her being the principal. Okay, sure, I could see that too. Only because Henry seems to be on pretty good terms with her, and Henry doesn't strike me as the type who would be taking music classes, but maybe. Maybe not music. He, he strikes me as it wouldn't, I wouldn't, be, he wouldn't be out of place in a marching band sort of situation. Yeah, that's um, true. But he, there was a familiarity that was sort of like, I know who you are, Ms. J. Yeah. A, a principle sort of makes sense to me. Yeah. The next note I have is, Dad's pressuring her to be a doctor. Yep. Bio and chem double major woof is what I said. Yeah, that doesn't sound like fun. Yeah. He tell, Yeah, he tells Miss Jensen that there's not going to be any time for electives. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess if you're doing bio and chem, there probably aren't a lot of crossover classes. So probably all your elective space is going to go to one of the sciences. I guess so. I think that maybe that maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I still feel like she could probably work a music class or two in. I mean, I don't want to... You know, put my my college experience on 2002 era UCLA. I think that's where she's going. Do we? Maybe we don't know. Why would we? She, we she, find out later this week that that's where Kit's boyfriend is going. That's where that's I. That's where that, it's in your head. Where, yeah. Anyway, I don't think we know where Lucy is going. Right, UCLA. Um. No. Well, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I um, said no, and then I was like, no, actually, that works better than most of the. <laughs> <laughs> puns that that you throw out under your breath like that so fair, fair yeah i'll give you that one there were like gen eds and like co- like you know communication classes and like stuff you had to take at least in my experience that were like you need to know how to do computers so you have yeah. to take this gen ed you know computer thing or like you have to know how to write so there was g and stuff like that well and all of that would be lumped in as like those are required I guess those aren't courses electives they're I, not I electives electives would be you know I, I, I'm assuming that he is expecting her to pick up science courses right. and math courses as her electives. Ugh. You know, science and math courses that she wouldn't necessarily have to take. Right. But they'll look really good when she's applying to med school after undergrad. Right. Ugh. It, it just really, it, it stressed it's, me out so much to hear about. Just... It's very clearly a case of the parent pushing the child to do what the parent wants the child to do. Right. And not taking the child's opinions into account. Which we will get into much more. That's basically all of minute seven is that. Yeah. (laughs) So he kind of, you know, wanders away and Lucy just gives Miss Jensen this apologetic look. And she's like, I'm all he's got. Which doesn't make a lick of sense to me. No, it doesn't. From her perspective, I get what she's thinking. Yeah. She needs to figure out a way to not be thinking that anymore because it doesn't make any sense sure and also maybe connect the dots a little bit for the folks at home because the first time i saw this movie i was like what (laughs) like it's not until after you spend a little more time with them and find out a little more about the nature of their relationship that you're like oh what she means is i have to go along with what my dad thinks is best for me because He's put literally all of his eggs in right. one basket right. and 
that basket is me. I am, I'm, I'm I the am basket. a basket. <laughs> right. I'm Lucy Basket. Nice Lu- to meet you. <laughs> Lucy Basket. <laughs> nice to meet you. Hey, case. title. Yeah. Lucy oh. Basket. Nice to meet you. Okay, perfect. I like it. That's good. And then the last one I have is for the next scene that opens before we end. Yes. I said, now, now here's, an, here's a, maybe the first example of James doesn't know this movie as well as as he knew Newsies and as Aaron knows this movie. Mm-hmm. So I wrote, looking at all her awards in her PJs? Formal dress? Yeah, that one. Unclear. <laughs> no, it's super clear. She's wearing a prom gown. Okay, but in my mind, it looked like sort of a, a designer PJ set to me. Just the way she was sitting. Okay. The way that like you couldn't, like I was like, I think that there's a prom sort of thing happening, but I don't remember. And she could just as easily, this could, it looked enough like it could be PJs that I, that I was unsure. And I also must be clear that when I watch these minutes, I'm like, okay, six, zero, zero, pause. Any notes I'm going to take are contained within those without watching any. Sure. So it becomes very clear in just a sec. What is happening? What is going yeah. on? But at this point, I was like, I can make a case for both. It'd be an an extra, extra read all about it set of PJs. Well, also we've seen her in her PJs. They are a tank top and underpants. Right, that's true. And then they evolve into pants on the bed. Uh huh. Anyways. I feel a little dumb for having taken that note, but not not dumb enough that you think you should cut it. Well, you're editing this week. Then I won't cut it. There you go. <laughs> the theme of, of James editing weeks are, you should cut that or don't, and then I don't. You don't. <laughs> I've noticed that. <laughs> There's been a lot of, maybe you should cut that. We'll see. <laughs> Picture me editing and being like, we're seeing right now. What's next? <laughs> I think that is all. That's all I have for that, this. That's all episode. I have. Too. Okay. Yep. So we are on social media on Twitter at crossroads underscore men. Right. Individually, I'm at unabashedly Aaron. And I'm at unabashed James. We are also on the Scavengers Network, which is at Scavengers Net. Yes. On Twitter, you can follow them as well. You you can and should. You should. We're also on Patreon with the Scavengers Network at yes. Patreon.com/slash the Scavengers Network. $2 a month gets you all sorts of bonus content for not only all our shows, but also all the rest of the shows on the network. Plus, you'll be supporting a great network with lots of excellent shows. Indeed. I haven't indeeded in a while. You really haven't. It, it I don't know like if I've indeeded a... since Unabashedly Obsessed. Yeah, it's been a blast from the past. A little bit. Hey, James? Yeah. Let's always be best friends. We will. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.